Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is time to step outdoors with Steve Carney. Steve Carney Outdoors. Dot com and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Steve, how you been? It's been a cold one. It is. I am freezing, Steve. I am out on the ice right now, and uh, I am not comfortable. It's a little colder than I anticipated, and um, I should have brought my big heater, not my small heater, and I'm paying the price. But I'm on the ice, and that's what's important. How's the bite? Um. Pretty slow, actually. You know, when you ever get these big swings like we had this week with these cold temperatures, it really does shut the fish down. And um, it's pretty typical. But, you know, with this warm weather coming this week, this is exactly what we need. It's going to be an awesome week. And these fish will respond. You know, you start getting 25, 35 and consistent all week. They'll respond and they'll get going again. But, you know, it's been, it was 21 below this morning up in uh, northern Minnesota. So, you know, they uh, they respond to that. Yeah, it, it, no doubt, real winter for sure. But uh, and it looks like a very mild stretch. So the the good news is we've been able to make ice uh, e- even here in the greater Twin Cities area, and people have been able to get out. And now those warmer, mild temps in a, in a consistent stretch of weather, where it's you know below zero at night, up around freezing during the day. That's really good stuff. Yeah, we do have a good ice base. I'm on about 13 inches of ice, so it's really uh, picked up this week. And, you know, the ice conditions right now are about as good as you can expect. We don't have a lot of snow cover, which is really good, and I think this is going to bode well for the rest of the season. Even if we get some snow, it's not going to be a big deal because we've got a really good ice base right now. And there are people driving vehicles out. I'm uh, not a real proponent of that. I think it's a little premature, but... Um, they're definitely getting out uh, the last couple of days throughout greater Minnesota. But, again, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd still stick to a snowmobile, and ATV, and, you know, just hold off on that because there's been a lot of people going through uh, ATVs and side-by-sides in northwestern Minnesota, and it's almost a daily happening, and I, I just don't think it's safe yet. But stick to a snowmobile and an ATV, and you'll be fine uh, pretty much anywhere, actually. All right, Steve, uh, what, what approach has been working? Where have you been finding fish? Well, now that we have a little bit of snow cover, Steve, they've been moving back into the shallows. You know, for a while there, we had, you know, bright sun and clear ice, and, you know, they were just very finicky, and any kind of noise or light penetration really affected the bite. But now we got just enough snow that's making it nice and dark down there. They're moving into the shallows again, and... um But, again, this cold snap this week really 
put the kibosh on everything. It just kind of stopped and, you know, pretty predictable. And, you know, we're going to get into these 25s and 35s, and it's it's just going to get better during the whole week. I mean, later in the week, it, it's just going to get better and better. So very predictable, you know, very much like summertime fishing, same thing. Uh, they love consistent weather. They like rising barometers. They like rising temperatures. And so I think everybody with a five-gallon pail, Steve, is going to be out this next week. And, you know, a lot of the hard houses now are coming out, the wheel houses that, you know, the those guys have been so frustrated all season because the yeah, conditions no haven't been very good. But they're coming out. So it, it should be a big week, and I anticipate a lot of a lot of people out. Yeah, a sign of spring for a lot of folks is the annual boat show, and that's underway in in Minneapolis. So, so if you're dreaming about spring and open water, uh, you, you get your taste of that. And uh, people dreaming about a new boat, uh, <laughs> it, it is amazing how how much time flies. Here we are, still end of January, but it, it, it goes pretty quick. Yeah, you know, I'm a little concerned on this boat thing, Steve. You know, uh, my boat for 2024 is significantly more than it was last year. And these boat prices are just getting crazy. And, you know, it's not uncommon to see a boat for $90,000, $110,000. And I don't know where this is all going, but it's going to price a lot of people out. It's just, uh, you know, getting very, very expensive. So, yeah, you got to be careful on what you're doing and, you know, use common sense on it, and you know, and even the prices on used boats are crazy. You know, people are getting really good money for boats that are twenty years old, and that's just kind of an indication that you know the new prices are pretty significant. Yeah, it said goodbye to our old pontoon. It, it, it was about twenty years old, twenty-one years old, still in good shape, and we sold it to a guy who was going to move it up to a small lake. Their their cabin. In northern Minnesota, they, they they don't need a gigantic motor. It's a fishing configuration, and they, they were not only going to fish and swim off it. It was really a great setup for them. So now I'm kind of back in the market, and I'm now I'm kind of kicking myself that I let the old barge go um, because you're right, uh, good used or, or new, uh, I, I am suffering – sticker shock right now here in early 2024 it's like oh my maybe i made a mistake selling that boat in the fall well you probably made out fairly well on it steve you paid it off a long time ago and you made a couple of bucks on it so now you just gotta convince the wife that you gotta redo it again and 20 years old on a boat is you know kind of getting up there anyway so hey go get a new one go get a new one and, and that's the way she's leaning. I, I've been kind of leaning used and saying, hey, what does this one look like? And um, she she's kind of winning winning the new battle right now. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. I'll keep you updated. Hey, Steve, oh, what do you good. got? What do you got in the coming week? I'm going to be out a lot this week, Steve. I got some investigation on some new lakes that I've never been on, and it's going to be really nice to be able to move around, drill a lot of holes this week, and have some comfort out on the ice. So I'm going to be hitting it almost every day and um, looking forward to it. We really need some warmth and really tired of this cold. It's been um, pretty difficult for everybody. So looking forward to these temperatures, and I think it's going to be a really good week. So for all the ice anglers, it looks like a big week, and next weekend looks mild as well. All right, Steve, take care. We'll do it again soon. Sounds great, Steve. Take care. There he is, Steve Carney and stevecarneyoutdoors.com. 
He's joined us for years here on the weekend. And don't forget, our outdoors coverage continues on Sunday. Rob Driesline from the Outdoor News has a great show every Sunday between 5 and 6. We invite you to tune into that. And if you can't catch it live, you can certainly find the podcast as well at WCCRadio.com. It is 414. Big weekend in the NFL playoffs. The division seri- or the divisional uh, round of the playoffs this weekend. First game over in the AFC, Houston at Baltimore. They're tied at three. Early quarter number two. Tonight, Green Bay at San Francisco. That is a 7-15 start on Fox. And by the way, San Francisco favored by 10 in that one. And then on Sunday, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Lions favored by six at home. And then the nightcap Sunday night, it'll be Kansas City at Buffalo. This will be Patrick Mahomes' first road game. He's played neutral site games in the playoffs. But this is his first true road game in the playoffs. And uh, the Bills are field goal favorites at home. So once again... uh, Four big games in the NFL this weekend, and the one underway, Houston at Baltimore, tied at three early quarter number two in Baltimore. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll we'll do a little hockey talk. Jess Myers from the rink live will join us here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. From the rink live, Jess Myers joins us on this Saturday here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And yes, we will talk Golden Gopher hockey, but we're going to start with the women. They're playing a matinee up in Bemidji today. They shut out the Beavers on Friday and are in quite a battle. Late second period tied at one after that forgotten weekend against Ohio State. The Gophers trying to get it right and get a sweep on the road at Bemidji State. Uh, I'm still shaking my head over what happened to the Gopher women's program against Ohio State. I think suffice to say, Steve, that uh, in Brad Frost's life, he's had better about eight-day periods in his life. He had the two lopsided losses last weekend. They dropped in the polls, uh, as you expected they would. You know, they're still obviously in the hunt for uh, the NCAA tournament and all of that. And then uh, Brad Frost had a medical situation. He, he couldn't make the trip this weekend. So he's got basically a, a, a temporary coach in place, Greg May, who we've known for a long time. He was the head coach at Augsburg. He was a very successful high school coach. He's running the show up in Bemidji this weekend where, where we hope that uh, Brad Frost is, is feeling better and getting well soon and will be back behind the bench. And when they put out the press release about it, the, the Gophers said they expect him back uh, coaching the team next weekend. So hopefully just uh, – a temporary thing that's got to run its course with Coach Frost, and he'll be back behind the bench soon. Yeah, and it's still a shocking result getting outscored by Ohio State, uh, thirteen to one last weekend. It, it, it it's still a head scratcher for sure. And by the way, uh, two periods now in the books up in Bemidji, and Bemidji State, Minnesota are tied at one apiece. So the men go at it. Three M Arena at Mariucci, and uh, the Golden Gophers go for a sweep. On home ice, they beat the Buckeyes 5-2 to two on Friday night. You know how some coaches uh, get a win and immediately all they want to talk about is the next game? They don't, they don't really yeah. want to focus on that game. They just, let's look ahead, let's win the next one. That was exactly what we got from Bob Mosco last night. He was happy with his team, with the way they played, obviously. Jimmy Snuggerud got another goal. He's leading the Big Ten in goals. Uh, Rhett Pitlick got his first hat trick. 
you know, they looked very strong at times. They, you know, it looked like they were playing a last place team, which, you know, Ohio State showed a lot of fight, but Gophers were just simply better. And as soon as Bob Motzko was done talking about that, he started saying stuff like, if we don't win Saturday night, you know, it doesn't matter. We, that's got to be the focus now. And the reason for that, Steve, think about this. They swept St. Thomas to start the season. They swept Robert Morris last weekend. Those are the only sweeps the Gophers have had this season. They have not swept a Big Ten weekend series at this point, we're in late January now, you know, for a, for a team that's used to bringing home a Big Ten trophy at the end of the season the last couple of years, uh, that's not going to get it done. So, you know, he, he's very frank and says, we got to come out, we got to win on Saturday night, we got to put together the same kind of effort, we got to close out this series uh, if we're going to move forward, if we're going to be a factor in the Big Ten race. Well, and uh, speaking of the Big Ten race, what about Wisconsin? Wow. <laughs> You know, uh, a month ago, maybe even, we were saying, well, we'll see if they're for real. Okay, we'll, we'll see if they can do it over the long haul. Uh, nobody's asking that anymore. You know, the Badgers have looked really, really good. Something like 18 wins already. Uh, they've figured out the goaltending position, which had been the Achilles heel for the last couple of years. And Mike Hastings is doing what Mike Hastings does. I mean, this is uh, what we have kind of expected for him. Maybe a little quicker than we expected but the Badgers are right in the thick of the hunt, you know, not only uh, looking like a lock to make the NCAA tournament, but they could bring a, a Big Ten title back to Madison, which would be uh, a rarity. They've won one, and that was in that shortened season with, the, uh, with COVID and, you know, everybody playing uh, conference games only and all of that. So, uh, so we'll see how that shakes out. But I did say this last night, Steve. You know, the Frozen Four is in St. Paul this year. I said, you know, knowing the way Minnesota sports work, wouldn't it be just the most Minnesotan sports thing ever to have the Frozen Four in St. Paul and have the Badgers come here and win the thing? Yeah. Just right, right, rub it in yeah. our noses, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes that 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 would be another another chapter in Minnesota sports history. That's for sure. Jess Myers joining us from the rink live here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Monster Series, NCHC, North Dakota, St. Cloud State. By the way, producer Josh Wheeler repping his Husky sweater in the studio today. Big game in St. Cloud tonight. Yeah, and, you know, North Dakota is, has been ranked number one at some points this season. I don't think they're necessarily a number one team in the country, but they rise to the occasion, and now you look at, you know, maybe a, an up-and-down first half of the year for them. And here they are, right back in position to win the NCHC again. A big win for them last night, getting a, a late goal and then an empty net goal to, to kind of win a, a tight battle with the Huskies. And, man, if you want a fun hockey atmosphere, it doesn't get any better than the National Hockey Center on a Saturday night with a big rivalry team in town. You know, they'll, oh. they're in line right now. Don't kid yourself uh, to, to get some seats. And, and you, you'll be hearing uh, – some colorful chants, I would say, from the from the Husky student section, and you know, just this is NCHC hockey at its best. Yeah, and I, I quick story, Year, years ago, I had the honor of doing a home and home Minnesota St. Cloud State here on the radio with the late great Glenn Samor because Wally Shaver back in the day was doing the state tournament on sure. Channel 45, pre-Jim Erickson, who, by the way, is a radio voice of the St. Cloud State Huskies, uh, we should add. Uh, great guy. And I, 
it's still one of my great memories. Friday night game was in St. Cloud. So I met Glenn in Maple Grove, picked him up, and I drove to St. Cloud. One of the great regrets of my entire life is to not record that conversation (laughs) between Maple Grove and the National Hockey Center in St. Cloud. And then not having a tape recorder on the ride home. Because the next night we were at Mary Hoochie Arena and I just met him at the rink. So there was was no windshield time with Glenn. I I still kick myself to not have that two hours of audio on tape somewhere. You know, that's it's funny because, like, uh, Lou Nanny recently announced that this will be his final yep. year doing the Minnesota State Hockey Tournament after 60 years, which is just incredible. And you talk to people who know Lou, and, and you know, if you've yep. been around hockey at all in Minnesota, you, you've known Lou on some level. But talking to folks like Tom Hauser and these people who have broadcast the, the tournament for years and years with yep. Lou, they say his on-air stuff is amazing, but the real prize, the real oh. gem that you play for working with Lou is after the tournament's over, Saturday night, the last game is done, you go to Mancini's, you sit within earshot, and Lou holds court, and the stories, you know, the hockey stories guys like yeah. that can tell are just priceless. So, so oh, you know, yeah. that, that's what we're really losing, uh, you know, saying, saying goodbye to, to Lou Nanny, and hopefully he'll stick around and still uh, hold court at Mancini's every year, even if he's not broadcasting the tournament. Well, and, and the thing about Louie, and he does limited wild games on, on television – and works with Jim Erickson now on Channel 45 in the state tournament, he still has his A game. I mean, he's still at the top of his game as a hockey analyst after all of these years, and that's extraordinary. That's what all of us can hope for, I guess, is to go out on top. And and you mentioned him doing wild games, by the way. Wild on the road in Florida the last couple nights. Somehow Louie made that trip. You know, why, why does it always work out that Louie makes it to Florida in January to call wild games? It's just amazing how that works out every year, isn't it? But, hey, priceless. You know, Anthony LaPanta said, uh, you know, the, the all-Italian broadcast uh, booth where it's LaPanta and Nanny next to each other uh, in Florida calling the game last night and, and just some great stuff. Well, it, it, it's brilliant because he can expense it and stay down there for a while <laughs> before he – comes back to the cities when he chooses it it is indeed brilliant a quick update on what we see over in the ccha and i I think the other teams in that league better get used to uh st thomas uh being around the top of the standings you you and i have talked about this before with the new building being built etc the fact that you know, they're here in the Twin Cities. They have such a phenomenal recruiting base. I, I know they're going to go head-to-head with the Gophers and a lot of other programs that recruit the great talent that comes out of the greater Twin Cities area in the state of Minnesota. But it, it, it is extraordinary how quickly that's taking hold and, and how well they're playing. Yeah, tough night for the Minnesota teams in the CCHA last night. All three of them on the road. All three of them got beat. So uh, a, a tough uh, battle going on there for, for the league title. And then the other CCHA team or future CCHA team we have to talk about, Augustana, which is kind of uh, playing a hybrid schedule. They go on the road last night to number 16, Arizona State, and Augustana gets a win on the road against the Sun Devils. And, uh, you know, you talk about St. Thomas and how quickly things are coming together for them. Don't kid yourself. You know, Augustana's new building opens next week. Uh, they're, They're in Sioux Falls. They're right on the edge of the state of hockey here. I think that's a program that could uh, could make some noise in, in a big hurry. 
Well, and youth hockey has been growing for years. I, I, I spent about 10 years in that market, late 80s to, to late 90s before I moved back home to the cities. And it, it, it was just starting to take hold. But I would say in that eastern third of the state, the game's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and more kids are playing the game. And, of course, the USHL team in Sioux Falls has done very well at the gate over the years. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got some, uh, some college hockey there now. You've got USHL hockey. You're, you're right. The youth hockey is growing. Uh, I, I think it's a really fun time and, and exciting to see hockey uh, coming to a new place like, like South Dakota. Yeah, and uh, the CCHA is going to really welcome that. And I, I, that's a nice league, and it's a reasonable drive to the cities and uh, some of those other schools. Uh, they're, they're, there's kind of a northern sun feel, if you will, to the CCHA. And, and of course, uh, St. Thomas, you know, Josh and I were talking about a quick thought on that. I, I think when that new building opens, that that's going to be a real draw. It'll be interesting to see if they have room in that building for a little bit of high school hockey now and then. I'll say this too, Steve, having grown up a, a Lutheran kid from Warroad, Minnesota, going to the Lutheran church every Sunday. Yeah. You know, we've had Boston college and we've had Notre Dame and we've got St. Thomas and we've got all these great Catholic schools playing college hockey. Nice to see a Lutheran school finally, uh, you know, getting, yeah, getting in the mix yeah. and, and playing, playing at the division one level. And, you know, uh, you know just, just kind of fun for the, the faith to get involved in things a little bit. I never thought of that in the, those terms. That's a great point, Jess. Hey, always good yeah. to visit with you. I look forward to your coverage on the rink live. Uh, tonight's Golden Gopher contest. Great work as always, Jess. And a uh, reminder to fans, if you're going to the Gopher game tonight, wear gold. It's a gold out at, at 3 M Arena. Ah. So you're going to have that gold sport coat? or you're a I'll, member I'll, of the I'll media, have to find a can. gold sweater in the closet somewhere or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to have to go, uh, go buy something uh, quick before I head to the rink. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you're a member of the media. You probably can't go that route anyway. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be neutral as always. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Jess, take care. There he is, Jess Myers from The Rink Live, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Yeah, the Wild, uh, so far up and down, uh, got roughed up by the Tampa Bay Lightning, beat the Florida Panthers. They'll be in Raleigh to take on the Carolina Hurricanes for a matinee tomorrow. Quick break. We'll have an update on the weather. And then Twins President Dave St. Peter joins us. Huge week for the Twins. Twins Winter Caravan, Twins Fest, uh, the the annual uh, Diamond Awards. And does Joe Maurer get the call to the hall? All of that with Dave coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It has been a call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chilly week in these parts, but uh, we've got a great sign of spring, and that is the Twins Winter Caravan, all leading up to Twins Fest at Target Field next Saturday. A lot of uh, great festivities. And joining us to tell us all about it is Twins President Dave St. Peter. Dave, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well. Hey, Steve. It's good to hear your voice. Great to be with you today. Yeah, good to visit with you. And I, I want to open with, with a great annual tradition that goes back to the very beginnings of the ball club here in Minnesota, and that is the Twins Winter Caravan. Yeah, you're right about that, Steve. If you're new to the upper Midwest, you may not realize that Calvin Griffith and the Twins moved here in 1961. And uh, one of the first things they did was in recognition of the team being such a regional asset, um, not just relying on the Twin Cities, but a five-state region, they embarked on off-season tours uh, throughout the upper Midwest to uh, engage with fans and um, thanks folks for their support and get people excited about the coming baseball season. And uh, we're really proud of the fact that our caravan um, continues. Uh, This week we embark on it. We start on Tuesday, um, both Rochester, I think, and Sioux Falls and um, have some fun stops over the course of the next uh, seven or eight days. Obviously, Twins Fest uh, over the weekend, uh, the Diamond Awards coming up on Thursday night, and then pitchers and catchers reporting to Fort Myers, I think, on February the 14th. So great way to spend Valentine's Day. Here we go. We're ready for the 2024 season. Yeah, no doubt about it. And folks can find out about the various stops on the Twins Winter Caravan by going to the website and checking that out. You brought up the Diamond Awards. That That is another great annual tradition and uh, a wonderful fundraiser and uh, j- just a great night downtown. Yeah, and no, I think this is our 20th, uh, uh, 20th year, uh, roughly. Uh, unbelievable roster of a who's who at Twins Baseball will be there that night. There's still some tickets available. People just go to twinsbaseball.com or just Google 2024 Diamond Awards. You'll find the info. But um, I'm particularly excited. Dick Bremer will receive the Herb Carnea Lifetime Achievement Award, and I know that will be a very special moment. Carlos Correa, Pablo Lopez, Royce Lewis, and others will be on hand being recognized for their roles in a magical 2023 season and uh, one that resulted, obviously, in a division title, but maybe more importantly, uh, snapping that playoff losing streak and winning a playoff series for the first time in a long time. So 
that all happens on Thursday evening uh, over at the Armory in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful event. And by the way, Jay's and Garage Show will be there ahead of the Diamond Awards on Thursday afternoon between 3 and 6, so that'll be cool here on the CCO. And as we mentioned earlier in the day today, uh, next Saturday, uh, we'll have live coverage of Twins Fest at Target Field between 11 and 6. Vanita will be there. Chad will be there. Uh, Henry, Jason, Derosha, a lot of great guys. Chris Atterbury, uh, a lot of current and former players. Uh, Twins management will be a part of the show. And in Twins Fest, speaking of annual events, this has become quite a tradition. Uh, started way back at, at the Metrodome, and, and now Twins love that chance to get into Target Field. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. It's one of those events that we've historically done probably a little bit bigger, a little bit more aggressively than a lot of other teams. The Metrodome gave us that advantage for many years. Now we do the event, you know, in in a couple different ways. Uh, Friday night, there's still tickets available for what we call Twins Fest Live. Um, This is an unbelievable chance to get the chance to intermix with, again, a who's who of Twins baseball in a much smaller setting over at the uh, the Fillmore, right adjacent Target Field there in the, in, in the North Loop. Uh, and then, of course, Saturday is Twins Fest, uh, uh, more in its traditional form with autographs and pictures and collectibles and all those things that will happen at, the, at, at, at Target Field. Um, we have an unbelievable list of current and, and, and former players, future players that will be on hand, and uh, all the proceeds will benefit the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. Uh, which supports uh, youth baseball, youth softball initiatives across Twins territory. And, and Dave, did tickets remain for for those events on on Friday and Saturday? Can can fans still get out and check? Yeah, out? yeah, we, we we actually still have tickets available, um, and and people can simply go to twins. dot com for all the information for Twins Fest Live or for autograph uh, Saturday uh, at Target Field, and, uh, and and come on down and. Check out the WCCO broadcast stage, but a lot more. If you're a Twins fan, it's where you're going to want to be. Yeah, and once again, we'll be there live next Saturday between 11 and 5. Uh, just just a great, great day on the radio as we get you set for Twins baseball here in 2024. Dave St. Peter joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Dave, could be another big week as well for former Twins great Joe Maurer, he could get the call to the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. Things are trending Joe's way. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. And, you know, you never really, you know, count your chicken, so to speak. But, yeah. you know, I think all the, all the Hall of Fame pundits would suggest that Joe has a really, really good chance to get there based on the reporting of early voting. And obviously, I don't think anybody questioned whether Joe Maurer was a Hall of Famer. I think the only question was whether he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, which is something you know we've seen here in this market with Kirby Puckett and Paul Molitor. Um, I think Joe Maurer is going to add his name to that list, which is impressive and, in my mind, richly deserved. Uh, unbelievable player, uh, elite catcher uh, over a 10-year run, and obviously had injuries not taking him out from behind the play. Who knows what he'd have put up? But um, really proud of Joe. I'm so happy for him and Maddie and their family. And fingers crossed that Tuesday will be a very special day. Yeah, and it, it's amazing Joe's impact on on the community. You know, last night I was uh, doing a 
boys basketball game on the internet from Joe Mauer Fieldhouse at Creighton Durham Hall. It, it was Stillwater and Creighton Durham Hall, and you kind of think to yourself, wow, you know, he's a pretty big deal, and he could be in the Baseball Hall of Fame uh, this week and, and be inducted this summer. Steve, it's, um, it's really uncanny when you think about the Joe Mauer story. It's surreal, um, and the hype that was around him as the first overall pick. He plays for his hometown team, and what's, what's most amazing isn't anything he did on the field. To me, it's all of the distractions and all of the circumstance that confronted him off the field, and yet he's still the same humble, kind, respectful person. And um, I think that's something all of us here in Minnesota can be proud of. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Joe gets good news. And then I would expect, and, and Dave, I know you've been a part of that when, when the former Twins have gone into the Hall of Fame and in Cooperstown, uh, there's quite a contingent that makes a trip. And if he does indeed get that, I'm sure plans will be laid out to not only celebrate with the fans at Target Field, but uh, certainly have a great contingent in New York this summer. Yeah, we'll, uh, you know, obviously if Tuesday goes the way we all hope it will, we'll have some information shortly thereafter about how we, we as an organization intend to recognize Joe's Hall of Fame uh, summer. But July 21st is the date. Uh, it's going to be a big weekend. We're hosting the Brewers at Target Field before what we expect will be a sellout crowd. And Joe Maurer that day could be inducted out in Cooperstown. So not a bad day to be a Twins fan. Yeah, no doubt about it. A couple other things that I, I, I think are uh, close to uh, top of mind for Twins fans right now, and that is a television deal. We know the games are going to be on the radio here on CCO and The Wolf all season long. Uh, television news. Uh, Dave, do, do we expect an announcement soon? <laughs> well, you know, obviously it's been a roller coaster, you know, for all of us involved in you know, trying to determine the future home of Twins baseball. I can't imagine what it's like for fans, and I, I can appreciate and relate with the anxiety. Um, what I would say is that we're working really hard. I'm, I, I remain optimistic that we'll have a, a solution fairly soon. Um, we're obviously trying to do what we can to ensure that our games remain as accessible as possible. Uh, expansion of the reach of Twins baseball has been always our number one priority. It remains our number one priority, and you know, we have good options in front of us. We just have to determine uh, in consult with uh, our ownership, but also with Major League Baseball, what's the best path for the Twins, not just for 2024, but as we look to the broader future. So I'm hopeful, Steve, that we're going to have a resolution soon. I don't know if it'll come in the next week in time for Twins Fest, but um, it's been obviously a a series of uh, starts and stops and circumstances playing out within bankruptcy court and, uh, um, clearly, it hasn't been an ideal offseason in that respect, right. but we are getting closer, and uh, I, I remain really bullish on the future. Well, Dave, always good to visit with you. I know it's a very busy week and a, and a fun week, and then as you pointed out, uh, we turn over to February in the countdown to pitchers and catchers uh, reporting to Fort Myers. Always a great time, and then, of course, a lot of spring training games here on the radio, and then every regular season game and hopefully a ton of postseason here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Good to visit with you again. All right, Steve. Look forward to seeing you. Be well. There he is, Dave St. Peter, Twins president, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And remember, uh, we're going to have coverage of the Diamond Awards uh, and Twins Fest later in the week. And for more info, you can go to 
uh, the Twins website and get the very latest. And as Dave pointed out, tickets still available for Twins Fest if you want to get out there, either for the Friday night event at the Fillmore or the Saturday autograph event at Target Field. Once again, uh, you, you can just go to mlb.com slash twins and uh, get the very latest on the home nine. Twelve minutes now in front of five o'clock. Quick break. We'll come back. Update on the NFL playoffs. Division weekend. It's probably the best weekend in the NFL. Four games over two days. A lot on the line. You got the cream of the crop. Uh, the top eight teams in the league going at it. And we'll get into that with Josh Wheeler in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Quick update, Golden Gopher women's basketball got a win over Michigan State, 69-50 the final. So a blowout win after a blowout loss at number 16, Indiana, on Wednesday, 85-62. That that was ugly, but uh, once again, the Golden Gopher women's team, Roar is back today, gets a big victory, and then they're on the road at Madison to take on the Badgers on Tuesday night. So that, that is a score uh, from earlier in the day over at the barn. Speaking of the barn, we'll talk more about that and the future of Williams Arena coming up after the news and weather at 5 o'clock. Right now, divisional weekend in the NFL playoffs. First game of the day, tied at 10 in Baltimore, the Texans and the Ravens. First of all, Josh Wheeler, is this the greatest weekend of the NFL season? Pretty great. Yeah, I, it is. I do great. enjoy the matchups. I think uh, this is probably the first time in recent memory that I can recall all four matchups really not knowing the outcome of how it's going to go. Um, oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I love the idea that we're down to the the, the final eight, uh, the, the, the top eight of 32 teams in the NFL. And, yeah, you, you, you're right. I, Green Bay is a heavy underdog going into the weekend. They play the late game in San Francisco uh, tonight. They're, they're the biggest underdog. But all these other games, you could see Tampa Bay going into Detroit and win. Yeah. You could easily see Kansas City going into Buffalo and getting a win. Yeah. As many people have learned and pointed out this past week, uh, yeah, Kansas City was not really good this season, and I don't think there was a lot of high hopes going into the postseason. But people also have to remember that this is Patrick Mahomes, and this is the playoffs, and he is a different animal when it comes to January and February, and we're learning that very quickly. Uh, And honestly, I think I saw somewhere on, I don't know if it was ESPN or where, but uh, Buccaneers and Lions, rightfully so. Lions, first time in 30 years, are hosting a divisional game. I don't even know if they hosted it 30 years when they were in the playoffs last time, but uh, it is apparently the highest grossing uh, ticket sales for a divisional game in NFL history. So it doesn't really surprise me with that because if I went 30 years without my team being in a playoff spot, I probably would do the same. Yeah, and I, I'm happy for Detroit, happy for Lions fans. I would still be nervous about Dan Campbell making yeah. a decision at the end of the game that could cost him a game. I, I know the players love the guy. I know the fans love the guy. If I'm a Lions fan. And here's another great story in the playoffs. And and you've been on this very early. Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for this guy. Yeah. They didn't want him in Cleveland. He's kind of resurrected his career, 
and and now he's playing with house money, in my opinion, because he's going to get paid, if not in Tampa, somewhere. This guy's a gamer. I think if Tampa gets rid of him, we're going to have a Cleveland Browns part two because I see Cleveland fans even today on social media that are just like, I can't believe our GM let this guy go and took Deshaun Watson and put him in his place. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy story for Baker Mayfield this year. And he's, it's a great story. Uh, he is back healthy now. There is no ankle, no ribs, at least that I know of, that are uh, to be worried about. So you have a completely healthy almost Baker Mayfield at the helm and uh, it's going to be mostly passing because I don't think they're going to be able to do much running as far as uh, their offense goes. But uh, we've also stopped. Uh, I should we <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not allowed a rushing touchdown in five straight games. So uh, the rushing game of Detroit also is going to be at bay uh, in this matchup as well. So I think we're going to see a lot of deep balls from uh, Goff and uh, Baker in this one. It's going to be a fun match. It's honestly you know bias aside because I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. It's going to be an exciting game to watch. I think it'll be a good one. Oh, no one. doubt. Yeah. yeah, good matchups. And then tonight, Green Bay at San Francisco. A lot of Packer fans in these parts. Jordan Love is another guy going into this game, and I and I think this is an advantage for Green Bay to pull the upset. He's playing with house money. Yeah. We know about how great the 49ers' defense is. This guy's been great as of late. Uh, Green Bay. Yes, Brett Favre. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. But I, I think it, it, it's a small sample size. But Jordan Love looks like the real deal. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on-air production meeting, we're going to bump this back about uh, a minute because we're we still got one more matchup to talk about. But yeah, Jordan Love is uh, he is. If I'm a Packers fan, I'm feeling really good. Not only about the postseason, but the future of this team because there was a lot of uncertainty with how Jordan Love was going to compete, and I think you know. You could blame it on Dallas partially by what happened last week. Last week was an epic collapse by the Cowboys, but Jordan Love has kind of shown little glimpses here and there that he's, I think he's finally ready. And uh, it's going to be a lot closer than I think a lot of people think between uh, 49ers and Packers. All right, quick update. Houston, Baltimore, 10-10, late second quarter. Looks like they're going to go to a half tied at 10. That's a bit of a surprise in my book. Yeah, it's uh, this is going to be a tight matchup here. We got about halftime coming up here in like a handful of seconds, so uh, we'll see how the second half plays out. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, good stuff as always. Great weekend in uh, the NFL playoffs, and they are now at the half. Houston and Baltimore tied at ten in Baltimore in the first game of the weekend NFL divisional round. We have all the news, all the weather coming up at five. And then uh, still much more. The future of the barn. We'll get into that here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.